Well, I've got nothing to live for, and neither of you, so let's start the show. Welcome to another module of Checkpoint, uh, the Checkpoint podcast, looking at all things video games uh, relating to the real world. That's how we're... Yes. I still haven't figured out how to... No, it's good. ...pitch it. Just remember the hashtag. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Why are we still here? Well, I don't know. You wanted to talk about horror games today, so we're going to no, talk I about didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Don't. Oh. We normally peek at the quiz, <laughs> which will come later, but you, you're straight out of the gate. Yeah, I am. I... I really, I have a funny relationship with horror. I mean, everybody does, I mm. think, other than psychopaths, which is, you know, I, I want it, I don't want it. I want it, I don't want it. I like it, I don't like it. <laughs> Best bit, worst bit. You know what I mean? Do you- I know exactly. What, I, don't, I don't have that, and I have to be completely frank, and I think I mentioned it last week, I'm not a, a huge horror genre fan in any form, uh, whether it's video games, films, even written. I remember reading Down the Dark... Uh, Hall by is it Stephen King when I was younger and Oof. I read Carrie and I, they they really I don't mm. I don't like where they leave me. Um, Carrie of course inspired the whole movie franchise. Yeah, Carry On. Uh, yeah, of so course. Carrie ca- it was originally Carrie Camping. Yes, wasn't it? Yes, it was and which is a blood soaked yeah. Carrie matron in a tent and yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was uh, good times. <laughs> good, good times. So you were saying that you so you had you so for me you like you're on or you're off. You're for me it's just off. If I, if anybody suggests that we play a horror game or a video or watch a, a horror thing, yeah. did you ever play the board game Atmosphere? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had the new. DVD version. Oh, I only played the video, the VHS version, babes. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was very good. I, it was a, it was a pri- back in the days where you could utterly betray audience trust at the BBC. <laughs> uh, we did that, and we, so we got we, we we would get sent stuff. I worked on a breakfast show. I was, uh, I joined the BBC at nineteen, right? Okay, and I worked on the old Radio 5's breakfast show before it was all news and sport and oh, stomping cool. around. Yeah, yeah. And the people companies would send you stuff, yeah. just on the hope that you'd give it away. As a prize yeah and sometimes we did and sometimes atmosphere came along and you took it around to your friend's house and played it yeah and uh, so yeah i, I had that I'm i sorry. found it i found it when i left you maggot well, I, that's, that's what he said that, that is no yeah. you're right it was it was freak and it was bizarre Who is this? yeah you maggot i found it weird because i'd come from the bbc and like you say they just throw things at you you just say hi i'm from the bbc what do you want have what you want have yeah, an yeah, interview yeah. have a have a sample have yeah. this have that have let's the other. fly you to bermuda yeah, yeah, and yeah it's just like and actually as the bbc person you can never take those so oh. that has that's to why they off. offer it. that's why they offer it but but I, when I end, ended up in the games industry, I was like, yes, uh, I'm, I'm Tamaras Fahani. I'm calling from Ink Game. Who? Where are you from? No. And they just hang up the phone on me. I introduced Lee Thargic, who was a guy that myself and my assistant editor, Andy uh, Alderson, used to write. And it was about, it was about, actually, this was pretty horrific, actually, in, in, in theme with what we're doing. Um, I would get sent really crap games. Mm. But I always thought it was unfair not to review them. Mm. Um, and I didn't think it was really very nice that these, you know, 
outlets, media outlets, were only kind of commenting or reviewing the big titles. They weren't really mm. giving much space for, for anything else. So I created this character called Lethargic, who was a drunk drug addict that lived under the stairs. Right. Um, and Based on... <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just... It sounds like a very, very, very adult version of Harry Potter. Well, it was, and he would, he, he would review all games, but he right. would never play them. So he'd review them based on the cover and he'd give everything eight out of ten. Um, so so he would do this That's scathing... as informative as quite a lot of them. Well, well, that was the point, right? That was right. the tongue-in-cheek element yeah, yeah. of it. So, so, yeah. But no, horror is not something that I... Um, I like, really. I do like it. I remember the atmosphere board game. By the way, if you, if you don't know what it was, it was like the first video interactive board game where, it, you know, you land on a square and then you get to press play a bit more. And they said, you maggot, you have <laughs> landed on square nine and now you must lose all your pieces. <laughs> and you'd have to sort of willingly suspend the fact that it's just a DVD playing in your thing. Anyway, I find there are only two things that will cure if you're very, very low after a breakup with a relationship. And one is horror. Gone dark pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the other thing, but let's dwell on horror. So it's the only thing that will just obliterate any other thought that you've got in your head. If it's a really good horror film, yeah. you know, whatever's going through your mind, like that's the only thing that will occupy it. It will just crowd out every other thought. And for that reason, I quite like horror sometimes. So we've talked about Silent Hill, which for me yeah. was my first kind yeah, of introduction yeah, yeah. to a proper horror video game. Yeah. And that was so utterly terrifying. And I could only play it in like brilliant sunshine at 11 o'clock on a Saturday yeah. morning. Well, it's that same thing that I had with uh, Sudaku. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you remember? You, it's, it's exactly right. For about, it's like I said, for a few weeks afterwards, I couldn't sleep at night. It just occupies. Mm. And my PC was doing weird things like switch, switching itself on in the middle mm. of the night anyway. So, so you're right. But Silent oh, how terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and the fact that Sudaku comes out of a screen and the screen switches on yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I had to turn the screen around. And, and unplug yeah. everything from the mains. But you're I, right, Silent Hill and Resident Evil, I think, are the kings of that genre on the video game. Do you here. find horrors a bit like chili in as much as the only thing to take away the hot, the heat of the chili is to being eat more of the chili? Oh, okay. Is what? <laughs> being, being breastfed milk is what I was going for, but obviously that's not where you were going. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm happy to chat. <laughs> Maybe after the podcast. Um, no, I find I I really like chilies. I, I like being breastfed. <laughs> you brought this up. I really like chilies. I really like the heat. Um, yes, I like horror. But, but then if it's too hot, no, take another see, mouthful. I don't it. like so. I, so I suppose for me is I don't like horror. So I won't watch it and I won't play. So I haven't played any Resi games. I haven't played any Silent Hill games. The last game that I think I played, in fact, I've got a list of them here, Jake. Well, yes. I made a note of them because I don't play many of them. And I just, I, these are the ones that I can remember. Fear, which was released in about 2008. And it was, it was like a very, very similar to a Sadaku type thing. But you've got this weird apparition type ghost thing. And, and oh. I can't remember the story fully, but it was... It was uh, it, it was really scary. It was kind of corridor based, and and I, d I really didn't like that. So fear, left for dead, which was fun because that was a four player zombie <laughs> it's kind just of fun running, dead. Ar running yeah. around killing people, and it's a four player cop. It was actually a great game. Another EA game that I don't know why they they didn't they did left for dead two, and it was terrible. Doom, you would have played Doom, presumably. You know, I, I played it like once. But that was going way back with Doom. But that was... is, I mean, that was scary. I mean, that was the first time that you were able to move through a world properly through corridors. And then yes. these things were just pixelated things. It was things. like a wireframe 3D thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was really, um, but that in itself was quite 
creepy. Yeah, it yeah, was really yeah, bizarre. Yeah. So that, and then, did you ever play Max Payne? The no. very first one by Remedy. There's a guy at Remedy, and I have to give him a, a shout. It's called Sam Lake, and he's the guy that writes all of the sto- most of the stories of all the Remedy games. And he created Max Payne, which later became a big thing. Max Payne wasn't so much scary. It was about a cop that was investigating the death of his wife, or, or I can't remember the, the backstory. But there was one stage where you were going through a blood-stained room, and all you could hear was the screaming baby, Oof. Uh, and, and that kind of sticks with you. So Max Payne was another one. Alan Wake again from Remedy. This was about an author who started writing a horror novel and his horror started coming no, to life. No. And it was quite scary. Nobody needs that. Alice, did you play Alice? No. Uh, that was Alice in Wonderland, but dark Alice. So it was all a bit... And that that was creepy in itself. I mean, Why do all these people, all these art, you get artists, Damon Albarn, they yeah, all have a go. Yeah. Everyone has a go at the Alice in Wonderland franchise. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is the fact that it's out of copyright. Is but, that what it's about? Well, I think it is. I think you've got a very good Because it's rubbish, that. man. I started reading it to my kid again the other day. It's scary, like, though. This is so dry. It's weird and disturbing, but but also boring. So do you want to do you know the do you want to know a factoid about? Sure, he'll about, be with a about factoid. This. So Let's do a jingle. Here's the jingle. Factoid. Nice. Thanks. Thanks, Jake, uh, for building us a whole new jingle for Factoids. Yeah, yeah. I just made myself some work. Carry on. C.S. Lewis wrote um, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Queen Victoria was obviously the Queen of Hearts in in the thing. And she loved it so much. But C.S. Lewis was a mathematician. So she actually asked him to write another book after he'd written Alice in Wonderland. Was it C.S. Lewis? It was uh, Lewis Carroll. I Lu- think sorry, Lewis Carroll. C.S. Lewis, Lewis did Narnia. Did Narnia, that's right. Sorry. Lewis Carroll, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Otherwise, we would have had to do our corrections and clarifications. I know, and, and we haven't done that in ages. Corrections and clarifications. Yeah, I suppose you guys didn't expect to hear that. Jake's not here. I'm going through this, and as I was editing this, I thought I'd just fact-check everything. Um, It turns out everything that I say for the next three minutes or so is complete and utter rubbish. So I've left it in there, just for fun, but it doesn't... It's not. Whatever I say next, Queen Victoria and Lewis Carroll and mathematics books, there is a story there, but it's not the story that I said. So... Yeah, sorry guys, I'll let you get back to the podcast. Anyway, so she loved the book so much that she asked him, commissioned him to write another book. And I think it was called Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. And it was all mathematics. It was a book on maths. Right. Um, so it had nothing to do with Alice in Wonderland. She loved Alice in Wonderland so much that she wanted to try another one. He fell out of favour with Queen Victoria after he'd done that book. It's not a good idea, It's is bizarre, it? isn't it? I mean, he himself wrote off with their heads. I know. <laughs> bizarre, right? Crazy. Yeah. So that's your little factoid. Um, so Dark Souls... Factoids! Another- 
Factoids. Dark Souls is another one, which is uh, one that I played. Really difficult game. That is Monsters and Demons, and you've got no chance. You will die. There is a book that's been written about it by a couple of our uh, kind of colleagues in the games industry, and I think the book is called Dark Souls, You Will Die, uh, because you will not get through the game without dying. And then there's Dead Space, which is based on, well, it's pretty self-explanatory. You're in space and you're on your own, and you've got to try to figure your way back so those are the those are the but there are there are a lot scarier games out there well we've we've covered before that the, the sort of the thing with so many video games is the the solitude and the loneliness which it heightens stuff so much and i think that that's you know watching a horror film is is terrifying and i don't know about you but i watch the screen films and you reach a point with those where you're like oh just dispatch her already just just yeah. just do it because i can't take the heightened anxiety of it just yeah. just kill her yeah. and then we can all just at least start to come to terms with it but you know when you're so invested when you're operating a character you're moving through that environment yeah. in a video game it, it's so heightened i mean i find tomb raider creepy you yeah know. it is no it is and oh man so but, a ho- the the idea of a full-on horror thing i did have a go at bioshock yeah now that's and i wanted really to talk about that yeah really interesting really interesting go do because well, i love bioshock I, I was only i was going to come on to the one the game that um you suggested i should play and i really wish i had and i, I didn't because i ran out of time but uh, i do want to play and that is we happy few which looks yeah. to me to have quite a lot of bioshocky undertones yeah it's very so bioshock is this alternative kind of steampunk universe that you kind yeah. of enter which is really interesting really exciting set in the kind of 30s yeah it? set in the 30s and it kind of it, there are a lot of games that do this they'll take a, a momentous point in time and they will create a, a kind of separate timeline yeah so we see it in wolfenstein wolfenstein where um it's post second world war adolf hitler's one right and so you see that world kind of thing yeah it's the same with kind of bioshock and it's the same with the steampunk version but that we happy few is more 1960s exactly yeah so you know swinging but it's the 60s. same sort of principle of absolutely it's the alternative timeline and i uh, fallout I... does the same thing by the way so fallout yeah. takes the kind of post-apocalyptic nuclear cold war era and then puts you in a position where there has been a, a kind of it a, happened yeah it happened it and, went and here we are yeah exactly so I really like the look of this game we happy few and mm. I, I i really really love video games set in historical periods and i kind of don't know why they don't do more of it because it's like you're building everything from scratch anyway it's so much cheaper to make a period video game than a period movie mm. where you've got to find all the props and the you know what i mean and, and all of that stuff that's really hard to get hold of and um i was really excited to to see it and it's it's got all kinds of influences so there's definitely clockwork orange is, is oh, yeah. going on in there yeah 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 also shades of Aldous huxley because yep. there's this thing of they've got these pills called joy and it's yep. like take your joy you should take your pills and apparently in the game you get to choose whether you take it or you don't take it and well that's, that's like what... the soma in um, brave new world yes the Aldous huxley yes 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 so it's all about it's about we happy few and it's all about controlling your mind to keep you happy yeah although it also traces my emotional journey i suspect through the game which is we as in i'm weeing i'm terrified (laughs) happy i'm okay and then phew it's over (laughs) 
I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Very good. Very good, Jake. Yeah, it is. It, I've not. You, you were it. saying you, you, it looks very, very scary to you. Yeah, I don't like it because it's got elements of the purge in it. It's yes. got elements of payday, which payday isn't a, a horror thing. It's a heist game where you team up with people and you, but you wear masks and stuff. And I find that I don't like the masks. I don't like the masks thing. I don't. No, it's I don't it's like very it. kind of uh, eyes wide shut, and I'm not really kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do it. You can't. Yeah, not, yeah, I, I love I that piece it's of music. Just, Jocelyn Pook. <laughs> I don't remember that. Do you don't remember no, that? I don't. No, I don't. I genuinely don't remember. That. That's a I mean, lot of that stuff is I've blocked very out germane because it's one of the most terrifying pieces of music. It's when he goes to the, the special grown ups party. Oh, yeah. And he's having the special grown ups time all over the shop. With all the masks. And, and there's this music, and it's this kind of droney kind of guitar, uh, not guitar, uh, violin string section. Right. And then it, it's actually a Greek folk singer, I think, oh. but played backwards. Oh, oh, and going, oh, 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 it's oh, creepy and dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing, and I think I think you made a very valid point. Earlier, thank you, thank where, you very much. Good night. <laughs> where you're talking about controlling a character and moving them through, it's not a character in a film like you said just kill him and move on and let's mm. let's kind of get on with it yeah please we're, yeah we're talking about somebody that you've invested in that you've seen that you've grown with you know that you've made the decisions for so they're your decisions mm. do you know what i mean these are your decisions that you're making yeah so when you get hurt when you get yeah. kind of damaged or when something happens to you it's not about the character anymore no it starts becoming about you and that loneliness element that you spoke about earlier that we mm. that seems to come up in every single kind of yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. that we do and that heightened feeling and increasing as we look at the numbers of downloads i'm kidding i'm kidding we're doing <laughs> no, thank you we're thank doing you. we're doing all right yes. actually um so it's quite it's quite an interesting juxtaposition from something like no man's sky mm. or it's a completely different juxtaposition from something like sniper elite where again you're you're alone mm. but you're alone in nazi germany as carl fairburn and your whole thing is taking out the nazis so even though you're alone you're not scared you're scared but you're only scared because you want you don't want to be discovered and you need to find another sniping position but you've got the upper hand in no Man's Sky, you've got the upper hand. You're controlling where you're going, which universe, which planets you're visiting, what resources you're doing, what yes. battles you're engaging in. With horror games, you don't have a choice. No, you're right. You know, they just come at you. I don't like that. And you you felt this... It's weird because I would say a, a, a Plague Tale... I was going to exactly say that. It's yes. very... It, has, it does the same thing because mm. it may be... But it's that whole thing that you talk about, set in the historical setting with actual kind of historical uh, references um, uh, based on true events of, of history. But you are anxious and nervous. Oh. And and it's not just about taking care of the kids. No. It's about those bloody rats. Okay. They are f very scary when you see them for the first time. Yeah. But I think you. it's also, as you say, there's this kind of... You're kind of being herded through this this run mm. and th there isn't anything you can do about it it's like silent hill you know when you you you've done that long descent down into the town along the path and now it's all foggy and now what and you feel that absolute feeling of there's a great line in uh, the goon show the mm. old radio series uh, one of the characters he's on a i think he's on a piano floating in the middle of the atlantic ocean 
and one boat comes up to him and says, put your hands up. And the guy on the piano goes, we're surrounded. And of course he's not. Yeah. It's one boat. Yeah. But actually, logically, yeah, you're absolutely. surrounded. And yeah, that's yeah. how you kind of feel in those moments of, you know, you're just this this pawn in this this greater game that is kind of being played out. Or a prawn in the case of being in the a, sea. A prawn. You are a prawn. We are <laughs> so, prawns. Sorry. No, I enjoyed I'm so it. sorry. Your cousin told you to do some puns and that's fine. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, no, you're right, but it still freaks me out that you know the Silent Hill thing is all I all I can think of now. I think I can go back and play them because all I can all I can see is Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Oh, because because of the school. Because of the yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird. That's still really bizarre. zombie stuff, right? So it does I nothing for me. I don't see that as horror. No, because it's not. Real. It's, it's kind of panto, really, to me. Yeah, it is, and that's. I think that. I think so. I suppose horror for me, and I, everybody defines it differently, but horror for me is something that is that could feasibly happen in real life. Yes, exactly. Right? And what's more horrific than man, and I use this word in a very weighted way, man's yes. inhumanity to, well, generally young women, and if you're going to follow the movie genre, yeah. but man's inhumanity to man, that is yeah. horror. Yes. Whereas, you know, hilarious Zombies. silly monsters, yeah. I don't, that's yeah. just made up nonsense. No. But if you were to make like... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game. I would. That would. I would be out. I think there was. No, one. sure. Let I me think there was. I'm pretty you. sure there was. But let again, me. the thing is with games like this, I would never know because they You're don't. Not gonna seek that I just. Out. I don't. Yeah, I don't look for that kind of stuff. I think they I mean? made Texas Chainsaw Hold'em. <laughs> Which was bad a taste games, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Part of the bad taste games label. I told you about my bad taste games, didn't I? No. I don't know if I should. I mean, I think you should. Everybody's I dead, so it's a fine. Way, there's always a way around. So there, I, I pitched this to Ubisoft years and years and years and years ago um, as an independent games label when mobile phones were starting to become quite a big thing and and gaming. So I, I suggested that we do. That's nice. Uh, so I've got a list of these yeah. games. Uh, there's another one which I don't really want to. Wow, there's, there's one where you're yeah, not no, there's one. There was, there's another. Actually, there's a, when I say bad taste games, I mean sure. bad taste sure. games. Was there a? Was you there might a, as well. Go on. Was there a Texas? If we're cutting ones? most of this, you might as well. Amazing. <laughs> and snip. They're, they're all dead, so it's fine. <laughs> well, after what's probably a very clunky edit, as we remove your bad taste video games, uh, I can tell you you're absolutely right. There was yeah, a I Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. video game. Uh, it was released for the Atari 2600, 2600 by Wizard Video. In the game, the player assumes the role of Leatherface and attempts to murder trespassers while avoiding obstacles such as fences and cow skulls. <laughs> Brilliant. In Woolworth, yeah. Buy it now Sounds in exciting. Woolworths. Price seven ninety nine. Oh my word! Do, 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 do. When was that released? Was uh, that late nineties? Nineteen eighty two. That was. Oh, how old is Texas early. Chainsaw? That must have been based on oh, the Texas very Chainsaw first Chainsaw Massacre in the seventies. Oh, was it seventies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Halloween. They also did, which had a better reception. Uh, they're, they're both very highly valued items among Atari collectors because Atari collectors are going to be. Weird. 
you said it. I'm not going to get involved in that conversation. Well, I mean, I listen. I'm listen, just, you, listen, you know, listen, you're you, uh, you listen, you, listen, cut it out. Um, in We Happy Few, there is a character called Uncle Jack. I don't know if you've seen. This is the one that you see on the screens. Okay. Um, so they're they're um, what, what do you call them? They're live. They're real footage, proper footage that's been put into the game. Yes. Of, uh, so it's actual video footage of this guy called Uncle Jack. Um, and again, this is kind of irrelevant or point... No, it's not irrelevant. It's kind of pointless. But the game was published by Gearbox. Mm -hmm. uh, Gearbox are behind one of my favourite games, Borderlands. Mm -hmm. And their main kind of antagonist in, in their games is Handsome Jack. So uh, I just thought it might be kind of a nice little... That's a nice. thing. Yeah. So, so there we go. Uh, just to give you the blurb about We Happy Few, it says, It's the tale of a plucky bunch of moderately terrible people trying to escape from a lifetime of cheerful denial in the city of Wellington, Wells. In this alternative 1960s England, conformity is key. You'll have to fight or blend in with the drug-addled inhabitants, most of whom don't take kindly to people who won't abide by their not-so-normal rules. And it's one of those things that... It looks so, beautiful. The, the trailer, yeah, exactly. The the trailer makes it look like this kind of really lovely, kind of cartoonish, saturated colour. Like it's not a conventional horror thing of kind of almost monochrome except for all the blood. Uh, it's it's beautiful looking, and uh, it is very Clockwork Orange. There are a couple of screens there that are just they could be taken out yeah. of the movie and, and, and artists' impression off. And uh, definite use of uh, one-point perspective there, very much like Kubrick, uh, his trademark uh, cinematic visual style somewhere. Okay. Thanks very much. I think we rinse that one. Yes, uh, Any more on your list? No, no, those were it. I mean, I, I would love to hear what people like, because I know the critically acclaimed games are Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Those, those, those always come top. Devil May Cry sometimes occasionally comes up there as well. Dark Souls um, is is another one, but that's more that's more a challenge. It's just hard, you know. You expect crazy monsters, but I would love to hear if anybody has any kind of uh, really strong feet. And the older, the better, by the way. You know, I remember playing oh, yeah. Quake, one of the first games that really freaked me out was yeah. Quake and Quake was a first person shooter uh, very much like Doom very much uh, in that same kind of sphere Unreal Tournament all that kind of stuff and I remember it was in the late 90s and I just bought this Cambridge Analytics 5.1 surround sound to go on oh, yeah. this PC well to go on a sound system but we had a PC that I played Quake on yeah and I was I think my family had all gone away to they'd all gone on holiday so i was i was left on my own in, in this house in in lincoln oh. and i thought i'd play quake mm. and i will never forget well, I, I will never ever and i played quake before but never in surround sound and i will never forget jake that i switched oh. on that 5.1 and you just hear somebody running behind you <laughs> and it's just this no no, no. And you just sit, and I switched it off after five minutes. I couldn't no. play it. So the, the 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 further back we go, the the, the kind of the scarier it is because you leave so much more to your imagination. Um, so I'd love to hear it. So you can contact us at uh, on Twitter, which is at Checkpoint Mzine, um, or you can just visit us at CheckpointMagazine.com and all of our social media links, as well as our email uh, are there. So you can uh, you can you can just send us messages or abuse or yeah interact drawings with us. drawings. We love drawings. We should uh, we should have a gallery feature. I don't know 
know of a podcast that has a gallery feature. You know what? Shall we do that? That just has a little bit of music. I've got the music. I'm going to dedicate. I'll dedicate. I'll create a page on the website on the checkpointmagazine.com website, and I will have a gallery <laughs> page, and we will upload. Send us your pictures. We will make I some genuinely rules. Genuinely love that idea. You you know what the rule is. You know what the right? rule is. There's one rule, and you know what it is. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, but but that was, that's a really lovely idea, actually. Yeah. I love that. We should do that. Well, and actually, we can get the the listeners to draw in pictures after they've heard the podcast. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that'd be quite quite maybe, lovely. Maybe not. Let's not start with the horror one. No. <laughs> Go back. Listen, guys, if you haven't heard the first, start from episode one and work your way through. The titles are pretty self-explanatory and the description is enough to give you a guide on on what to to draw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and do get that done now because next week the podcast is episode's gonna be called Fingers and everyone knows that they're impossible to draw. (laughs) Excellent. Um, can we, can I, are we still talking about horror? Yeah, we, this whole podcast you, is horror. Good, yeah. this is not about that. Okay. This is, you know how every podcast, you come in here and you've got a strong idea of theme and you've produced the show and you, you know exactly where we're heading and then I just throw in mad bat, yeah. bat stuff. And I missed that, you haven't done that Batty for a couple of weeks because I've just okay. been talking over you, so I'd, lo- <laughs> I'd love for that to well, happen. No, I, I wanted to ask, so I saw this article, this was on a website and it was an editorial saying that um, for their money, Nintendo Switch has become the best place for new games, kind of in terms of indie games and stuff, which yeah. I'd always thought was going to be like Steam, which I haven't even started to get into yet. Steam is by far the best place to get a game out there for many reasons, not least because there's not really much of a barrier, barrier. to entry. So yeah. you can put anything up there. It can be broken. It cannot be broken. They've become better of late, but you can just chuck anything up there. I suppose it's that same thing between the Apple App Store and the Google store or the android store or whatever yeah, it is yeah. that people use is you can chuck anything on there and it might be malware it might not be but with the apple it it never is because it's vetted yes um the nintendo so the nintendo switch it doesn't surprise me at all in fact that the nintendo switch has become the main i was reading a lovely article about a guy who was a very young boy years ago and he loved nintendo and he was driving like his family were taking to a family holiday they were going to washington and all he wanted to do was go to redmond uh, which is where nintendo was based at the time and they got there and he got to the nintendo thing and he asked to do a tour and they said sorry we can't give you a tour because we don't have the insurance for it it's not a facility for that kind of stuff and he's an eight-year-old kid and he grew up to be he grew up to be a developer for nintendo an independent developer who's just done this thing called not cuphead no no it's goose what is it it's kind of uh, wacky goose or something and it's about this you, you take control of this really angry and aggressive goose that just walks around the place have you oh, seen I this love that. it's brilliant i'll find it now we, when you start talking i'll do a quick search but it's come full circle so now he's an indie developer on the switch platform and and he speaks he speaks about well you know the playstation platform was good steam was good xbox was good but he had this affinity with with right. Nintendo and all of a sudden the Switch has become this amazing this incredible console yeah. that is that has everything that has everything it has the motion sensors it has the portability it has the HD element it has the kid friendliness it's got the protection it's got the stores it's got oh. it's got it all now oh. so he's like well 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the Switch because I love the Nintendo, and yeah. I think you'll find a lot of that now that Nintendo has opened up the Switch and allowed people. You're talking about your Funbox Party stuff. Listen. I mean, that is not much to you know. We no. may laugh about it, but the fact that you can get that game now on the Switch, yeah, you would something. never get that on the DS or the Wii or anything like that. It was never. I mean, even the Wii was locked down. You couldn't even get online initially right. because they didn't it was all about protecting the, sure. the, the, the children and the family it's a family console yeah. so yeah i mean N- nintendo are, are, are killing it right yeah. now have you heard about cuphead i know cuphead i've played Cuphead. have you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. tell me about it because it looks amazing it is based on that 1920s 30s cartoon the post-war Fritz, uh, uh, what's it yeah, yeah 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 and it's all that kind of propaganda uh, yeah. cartoons that you used to get at the time pre-war and and um it's really hard uh, but yeah. you would love it you would love the music you would love the art style you would yeah. in fact uh, this it's, week at some point come over to mine and we'll play it because it's 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 couch co-op um and we right. can sit down and play it together but it is hard it's not an easy game to play right but it is it's it's great i love cuphead right it, oh, I'm trying to think of the animation. What was the animation? It's things like Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat. His, was it? And, um, and that kind of even early Popeye and that kind of... Um, it's that thing where everything's animated. The trees are animated. Yeah, and, the and they're just bobbing around and it's it? cool. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the Woody Woodpeckers and the Popeyes and the Felix the Cats. It's that kind of era. Betty Boop. You've got a lot of yeah. Betty Boop in there as well. Um, yes. I want that game. Yeah, um, I'll, 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 Microsoft, if you're listening, um, send us a copy. I'll, I'll speak to Microsoft tomorrow. I'll get you a copy of Cuphead. Amazing. Um, and we'll, and we'll play it. But it, it you know, be warned, it's hard. And yeah. that is actually quite horror. I mean, right, it is right, very right. horrific in the sense that it is that it's sure. that it is that propaganda cartoon thing. Yeah, uh, and it is it's it's not horror as such, but it is unnerving, and it, they've done it so beautifully. The animations yeah. are beautiful, yeah. and just the way in which everything moves and interacts with each with each other, it feels like you're playing a cartoon. I'm so excited. Well, anyway, it's coming to Switch next month. Oh, apparently. amazing! So Great. that's and apparently it's kind of a landmark deal for them. It is so. a huge. It's a huge thing because I mean. It, Again, we're starting to see 18-rated games on mm. on the Switch, which we would never have seen. Oh, sorry, which we'd never have seen on the Wii. It's definitely the Switch is definitely the console of the moment. I mean, in the Wii's first year of sales, if I'm not mistaken, actually, it might be worth you checking this out. In the sorry. Wii's first year of sale, the Wii made uh, sold seven. Not the Wii. The, no, the PlayStation. Here we go. The PlayStation, and the Xbox. I think sold about seven million units in their first yeah mm-hmm. i think the switch is sold in like five million units in the first six months wow so i could be wrong on those figures but the, the point is is that that nintendo were back and like i said to you when we first spoke if if nintendo got the switch wrong that was it that was it for nintendo Amazing. it was game over because they'd screwed up on the wii wow. with a wii u big time not the wii the wii did really well for them but the yeah. wii u didn't do so well for them no it didn't do it no why is that because it was just a wii just with hd and a tablet and it was extortionate and there was no new games on it there was there were new nintendo games but they weren't they didn't open up their ecosystem they didn't open up their ecosystem to the third party developers and publishers so which is where you are but now you've got the complete opposite where you've got indie developers and third party. you can get fifa on the switch oh mate oh fifa on the switch it's just yes please that was Sorry, Something that you'd never ever have seen before, really. No, so true, yes. you know, this is a, this is a big deal. 
Yeah. You know. So fair play to Nintendo. Fair play. In a very literal sense. Literal sense. Yeah, quite literally. Fair quite play. Quite literally. Um, Good. Have you got anything else that you want to talk about? No, I've this finished quiz? throwing my curveballs at you. Let's do the quiz. Okay, here we go. Mate. Mate. You... I know you're expecting me to get riled up because you think, oh, this is where you're going to... You know what? I'm not going to... You don't need to. No. No, and I'm not. I'm not. Hilarious. It's funny that you brought that thing up because the very first... Sorry, brought what thing up? The Nintendo stuff. Oh, right, yeah. Because the very first question... (laughs) I'm perfectly calm. The very first question. Yeah. Jeremy? Question one. Thanks. Uh, what? By the way, I saw I saw the tweet saying, "Oh, Tamara says you're not going to get a single one." I don't care. You say that now. I don't need to win. To, to I think we might have to my, go to multiple choice. My alpha supremacy. No, we don't need to go to. Multiple. We do because that really upsets you. Because it kills any conversation. B. No, they all B. As you say, all B, and I do better. Literally, but you I could would... give it some background, Jake. You could actually give it some instead of going A, B, C, D. You could go. I think it's B because you know this. What? I'm, I'm not going to rise to this. I am not. I'm not rising to it. You don't need to rise. The questions will be enough to upset you. Question one. Thank you. What? <laughs> what is Nintendo's best-selling console to date? I hate you. <laughs> need a pen and paper. I, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say probably the original Game Boy. Because, like, that was just so ultra-enormous, surely. Okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. No! Yes. Final answer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Question two. Okay, in which year was the first ever E3 held? Ah! It was in the year three. AD or BC? <laughs> <laughs> or are you talking about the Hijari the calendar? First ever E3 should hang on, or Gregorian wait. calendar? No, I'm not, no, don't throw your calendars at me. We should do a calendar. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it was... You're right, you need the loo. Mm, not yet. <laughs> no. Nineteen ninety-seven, David. Nineteen ninety-seven. Yes. Okay. Question three. Oh, he's he's loving this. I wish you could see his face. He's like, mm. got the window down, got my shades on, just cruising for a bruising. Wind in my hair. <laughs> Nailing this Miami freeway. Go on. In which game does I was waiting for? The I know, question. I know. <laughs> In which game does Bill Gray appear? Ah! Uh, Gray's Anatomy, the video game. There was, there was a Gray's Anatomy, the video was game. There, really? there was, I think it was on the DS. Good lord, what did you do in that? Trying not to fall asleep. <laughs> so no, I didn't play it. Um, Interesting. What was his name? Bill Gray. Bill Gray. Can I name? Oh no! What? It's it's a it's a name. It's a, what kind of a name? Sure, it's just a name. but you'll be like, oh, well, obviously it was uh, this landmark game that you've never even heard. Of. <laughs> you never even heard the words. 
<laughs> you did say Grey's Anatomy. You can change it if you want. Yes, I do want. Okay, come on then. Fine. B. <laughs> I'm going to say... Oh. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, which one? You know, the one with Bill Gray in it. I can't remember which one it is. Which one is it again? <laughs> okay. This is such a joke. Like you if might, this you was might a pub get this quiz, one. at least I could run to the loo and look it up on my phone. You might, you might get this one. <laughs> and then I won't, and then I'll feel even worse. This is brilliant psychology. It's what you do to but me you know every not, oh, single really? week. Oh, really? Every week. Really? Oh, you'll just get, really? you might, you might get Fantastic. this, Tara. You might Fantastic. get this. You might get this. You oh, might get gorgeous. this. Gorgeous. And I wake Love with every second. nothing. With nothing. Um. Question four. Zelda's Zelda is commonly mistaken as the heroic protagonist in the Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, by those that don't know. But what is the name of the real protagonist in the Zelda games? Link! Woo! Yeah. Link, yeah? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's <laughs> my own fanfare on the clarinet. Pretty welcome. Uh, okay, last question. Yeah. Question five. Name one game in which the voice of Samuel L. Jackson was used. That's all of them. It's a trick question. All of them. Um. Oh, come on. Just one game. Uh. Gears of War. Which one? Which one? <laughs> the f- second one. There wasn't a second one. First I'm one. joking. There was a second <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, Gears of War 2. Excellent. Thank you very, very much. So, Jake. Yes? How do you think you did, mate? I think I got one. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Do you want to know the answers? You said excellent a little bit like Mr. Burns, but sure, excellent. let's do this. Excellent. Okay, so I, my first question was, uh, which was Nintendo's best-selling console ever? Mm-hmm. You said Game the Boy. Game Boy. Yeah. You're not far off. It's NES. No. NES. No. What was it? It's a handheld. Switch. No. Game Boy Advance. No. Game Boy Color. No. Game Boy... Plain chocolate Game Boy. Milk chocolate Game Boy. <laughs> no. White chocolate You're Game Boy. You're missing the one. Game Boy Toffee We Crunch. spoke about it last week. You're missing one. It's a handheld. Flips open. Game of Watch. Donkey Kong. The DS. The DS. The DS was their best-selling. I think they sold 15 million units or something ridiculous like that. Crackers. Uh, or 150 million units. I don't have the figures to hand, but it's one of those two. Wow. By a factor of 10. <laughs> Whatever. But it's, it's their most successful console Gosh. ever. Ever. Now, I think that's the DS and not the 3DS. Mm. So the 3DS falls into its own category. So it's not the DS family, because you had the 2DS, 2XL, 3DXLS, all of the weird X's and S's and L's. Um, Excellent. All right. And then there was the Turbo Edition with the leather seats. Yeah. 
um, special edition, mm. the limited edition, the collector's edition. The By the way, these are all things that game publishers will release games as. Yeah, yeah. So, Platinum's always the fun. So, well, no, no, they're limited collectors, limited collectors. Ultimate. Um, ultimate. Ultimate, ultimate bundles. So there's, they're crazy. They, they come out and they all come with different things. Anyway, great. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I asked you in which year did E3, which is the... Electronics Everywhere event. Nearly the uh, ent- Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yeah, uh, not far. Uh, when yeah. was it first held? 1997. You, you said 1997. Yeah. The answer is 1995. Oh come on, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's a good. It's it was a very bad. good I'm, guess. I'm not. I'm not displeased with that. No, no, no. It's a really good guess. It's a really good guess. <laughs> um, then I asked you question. Question three. Um, yeah. I asked you which. Uh, where did Bill Gray? Which game was Bill Gray from? I think that was the question. Yeah. yeah. When which game did Bill Gray appear? You said Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Now, if you'd stuck with Grey's Anatomy, you would have been wrong. Uh-huh. Um, you did have me going for a little. <laughs> second, well done. Uh, you did say Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I asked you which one, and you said. You said Metal Gear Solid. I've it down. Two, I think, is what you said. Sure. No, you said the original. Sorry. Yeah. You said the original. Um, you were wrong. Go on. It was Star Fox 64. Yes, right. <laughs> on the Nintendo 64. I, I could sort of tell you were going to be trying to play with my mind there. <laughs> so that was that. Yeah. Question four. Uh, there's, not, there's no point in going down that. You got that 100% right. Well done. Link is the character. Great work. Um, number five. Name one game in which the voice of Samuel L. Jackson was used. Now, this is an interesting one because... Do you watch... You know what Samuel L. Jackson's in, right? Have you seen... Not the movies, but things like animated series and stuff. No? No? Like... Afro Samurai? Have you heard of Afro Samurai? It's an animated series about a big black ninja. It's also a hairdresser's friend, yeah. Oh, is it really? Very, very quick. Very quick. <laughs> you're in, you're out, you don't even know you're there. Yeah. Uh, Afro Samurai would have been born. He was actually in Grand Theft Auto, uh, oh. San Andreas. I think, what else was he in? Hold on a second. He was in San Andreas. He was in Afro Samurai. He was in Iron Man 2. He was in Disney Infinity 2 Marvel superheroes. Oh, yes. Um, and he was in The Incredibles. These are all the video games that he was in. Um, so, yeah. I got one. You got one? I'm happy. You're still beating me. Um, oh, stop. <laughs> yes, because it's, uh, if I remember, it's, it, it's, it's one node to zero, but we're in the 15th set of the 10th... Third set. ...quite of the ninth innings. How would you describe it in kumquats? I wouldn't. <laughs> Excellent. And that is our quiz. Well done. Good work, Jake. You did really well. Because that's what I can't stand. All right. I said I wouldn't rise to it. And I haven't risen to it. But you did so well. No, no. When you you start with that, that is what I'm not having. You all right now? You all right now, hun? You okay, hun? You're right. 
before Jake blows his mind, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's time to say thank you very much for listening. Yes. Um, you can get us on all of our, like I said before, just go, the best place to go is checkpointmagazine.com, uh, where you can get all of our social media links on there. Um, and obviously tweet us. We do respond to tweets. Well, I do. It depends depends how long I'm on the loo for. But, um... Uh, and I promise to actually have played a video game for the next podcast. I'm sorry well, you know what? We did very quickly. We can very quickly talk about Far Cry. We did play Far Cry, didn't we? we or was won't. that last week? No, I think we did that. Oh, okay. Then we talked about that. Oh, okay. In some, in some yeah, well, we detail. should play another video game. In <laughs> fact, you know what we should do? when we So uh, uh, don't forget galleries. We, we, I really like, I really do like that idea. So if you want to send us pictures, then I will create a page on the website for amazing contributors galleries. I'm going to give you a MIDI file of some music that Great. sounds like the gallery music. I can't wait for that. And then, uh, and then, actually, you and I will talk, and maybe we'll schedule a time where we just live stream. Uh, once a week more successfully than more, well it doesn't matter if it's successful or not but at least people can come and have a look or look back at the stuff that we've been playing as well yes that sounds good amazing yes to everything excellent worry about it later yeah i think that's the best yeah. way to deal with it right yeah. yeah we'll say we'll do this it'll be edited yeah thanks very much <laughs> hey do um subscribe if you haven't if you, you you don't have to listen to it just subscribe uh, and tell your friends and, and help us grow this into something that will last for a thousand years yeah I mean, we're already a few months in, so... Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, exactly. It's 999 years and, what, 10 months now? By the time you would have heard this, actually, um, I've been playing a game called Tropico, um, which is all about dictators. So by the time this comes out, the new Checkpoint magazine that's free will be out. So please make sure you download that. Again, you can get that from our Twitter or anywhere else. We'll redirect you to the pages. It's free. And if you like this podcast, um, but you want something with a bit more intellect oh there we go <laughs> then we uh, go. then then check out wasn't the, enough uh, was it the quiz <laughs> wasn't enough check out the magazine beautiful check out the magazine um but the, it's all about dictators and dictatorships really? oh really <laughs> and how real life is reflected in that uh, way right well thank you very much i'm gonna go try to placate jake what's the point Ha ha ha! Very good.